0: Hey haters, it's your host, Maya James. And your other host, Adrian Longo. Mm-hmm. Today is going to be a mental health episode. Um, We're just going to kind of talk about the harder parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like super exciting. Or, like Yeah, it's going to be more like of a... It might be a little sad, but like... But we're, yeah. We have a lot mm-hmm. of people who have reached out to us and told us like that they're having a hard time. And we just want to be there to like help you guys and like... Mm-hmm. Even if you're just listening to, like, even if you just hear one of our stories and you guys have been through it, like, at least you know that someone that you know or someone that's, like, someone else has been through the same thing as you. But, um, we will hopefully be recording in, like, two weeks. We ordered everything. Um, it's not going to be here till October 6th. Yeah. So that Mm kind of sucks. But, um, we ordered everything, so we just have to set it up, make sure it all works well. Um But, yeah. Yeah, everyone's been asking us to do, like, a mental health episode.
1: So, basically we're just going to be talking about, like, some points in our life and how we got through it and, like, how you guys can. And also, I want to address, like, the noise in the background. I just moved to the city. So, like, the street's, like, really busy. So, you <laughs> might hear cars and stuff. So, we might have to pause it a couple times. But um, if it sounds
0: weird. Yeah, for real. I just want to address, too... I was in an accident, and a lot of you guys are asking mm-hmm. me about it or texting me about it. I'm okay. My boyfriend's okay. A deer jumped on our <laughs> on our car, landed on our windshield, completely totaled my car. Um, I just have a sprained ankle and a sprained knee and just whiplash, and yeah. my boyfriend's just really sore. We're both still really mm-hmm. sore, but we have a prescription that helps us. It's like a muscle relaxer, so we've been able to, like, fall asleep and stuff, but... We're okay. I got a new car out of it. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> a really Level nice overdue, one. Yeah, now we have the same car. Yeah, just different right? colors. But we'll get more into that when we like are hoping to record because it'll just make more sense if we show you guys pictures and stuff. So yeah, we'll get we'll more into that.
0: Yeah, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. I'll insert like pictures of the deer that I hit in of the my car because it's yeah. I mean, you guys might have already seen pictures because I posted it, but for those of you who haven't, I will be posting it. We can post it on the story
1: yeah. or something. Yeah, for real. But make sure to follow our YouTube for when we do upload our first video. Sorry. There's kids <laughs> screaming. Just a second. Okay, so let's just get into it. So I won't go into like full detail of the story, but basically... We're just going to start out by, like, talking about when we, like, first noticed, like, people around us having, like, mental health issues and, like, when we first noticed when we had of some of our own issues and, like, stuff like that. So, when I was around nine years old, I believe, um, my brother passed away and that's, like, the first time I really noticed mental health. Because, I, you know, when you're young, you don't really understand, like, why people are sad and why people do the things they do. But, yeah, so when I was, like, nine years old, my brother passed away. And obviously when... Sorry. Obviously when someone passes away in somebody's life, you're obviously going to have grieving moments. But I was so young that I didn't know how to grieve or... I didn't know how people grieve differently. Like, obviously, like, when I was little, i have been to, like, funerals and stuff. But, you know, like, that's different unless it truly, like, affects your family. So, when my brother died, I noticed, like, my mom didn't come around as much. Because she was obviously, like, really depressed. So, when I was little, I just didn't understand. I was like, I don't understand, like, why my mom won't come out of her room. Like, why i haven't seen her like in a while like i'd see her obviously at home but like she'd always be like in her room and i just didn't understand like i couldn't comprehend like what had happened and why someone would be so upset over that and that's kind of like the first time i really got introduced into like mental health
0: but you were really young when that yeah happened too. and
1: like now i definitely can tell that that's why I don't grieve the way that other people grieve. Like, I'll go to funerals and stuff, and I don't think I've ever cried at a funeral or ever cried over someone's, like, death because I've just never, like, been able to, like, understand, like... You know what I mean? Because when someone dies, you're like, oh, well, I feel like I don't have the right to be sad because I wasn't that close with them. Mm -hmm. Like, if you died, I'd obviously be sad, but I'd be like, well, she was my best friend. She wasn't my daughter. She wasn't my relative so like do I really have a reason to be like Mm -hmm. really upset just as upset as like her family like I'd almost feel like feel like almost like not like ashamed to be like upset over you I'd be like okay well her family obviously was closer with her had like grew up with her so like would i really be able to be as sad as they are and
0: I'd feel like guilty about yeah. being it's you know what I mean you that's, can't win mm-hmm. like you you feel guilty if you don't feel yeah like if you don't mm-hmm. let your emotions in but you also feel guilty if you do yeah
1: and that's like the first time I like that's the first thing I really noticed is that like why am I sad like yeah he was my brother but it's like why am I sad because I was so young I was like why would I be sad about that like I didn't even know what that what it was like to even grieve so that's like the first time I really noticed like mental health in my
0: family and stuff like that so my next story is like kind of like what Maya said I had seen other people like sad before Mm -hmm. but I never had someone so close to me die until my mom's boyfriend Steve passed away um so I never really talk about this because it just makes me really I know, upset. I never
1: really talk about my brother either, and I don't really like when people bring it up because I just don't like yeah.
0: understand. I don't know.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: but <clears throat> my mom was dating the most amazing guy ever. um Treated me like his kid from the day he met me. Just was always taking me out to do stuff, mm-hmm. like it's just small stuff. Like, do you want to go to the grocery store with me? You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. wanted to build a. A connection, like a relationship yeah. with me. And so, I grew really, really close to him and his family. Like, they were the sweetest people. Like, it was literally, like, another family. Like, we were going to their Christmases and, like, that hadn't happened in so long. So, I was, like, so excited because, like, my mom had finally, like, found someone who was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, one day, I was... When I found out, I was at my um, my aunt's house and I was with her kids, or her daughter, cause she hadn't had her son yet, and my nana. Um, cause it was like during COVID, it was around that time. So I was with them and, sorry, it's just hard to talk about. Um, so my mom called my nana. And at the time, I thought I did something wrong. Like, I thought I was in trouble for something because my nana just said, like, she, mm. all she said was, your mom and your grandma are coming to get you. And first of all, I thought I was in trouble, but then I was like, I didn't do anything, like, what's going on. And my head immediately went, something happened to my grandpa. And I'm so close to my grandpa. So I was, like, already working myself up, like, bawling, like, something happened to my grandpa because I overthink everything. Yeah. And then I convinced myself that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So i literally begged my nana i was like you have to tell me like i have anxiety so bad too so i was like i can't deal with this like i cannot wait an hour for them to get here i need to know now and my nana was like you need to sit down so i sat down and she was like steve passed away and i just looked at her and i was like what are you talking about because he was young he was in his 30s he was young and um they she was like he passed away and i was like oh my god like what are you talking about and i'm so close with my niece my three-year-old niece well she's my cousin but i'm older than her mm-hmm. so she just calls me auntie tree tree <laughs> but i all i did i was i picked up tegan and she was just a little baby so i picked her up i put her on my lap and i just bawled my eyes out i was crying so hard because i was like what why does this shit happen yeah. to me mm-hmm. like what like what the fuck like, why does this happen to me? Why does this happen to my mom? Like, so my mom, my grandma came and I've never seen my mom that upset my entire life. And I was like, so sad for her. And I was like, sad because I wasn't really comprehending it. And so I was like, Come, like when you when someone dies, you're like, oh, I'm never gonna see them again. Like yeah. I'm never ever ever gonna mm-hmm. see them again, and yeah. that was what was hitting me. Was like mm-hmm. it wasn't real. Like I was still gonna talk yes. to him. I was still I gonna know. see him. That's like
1: that's something I deal with too. I'm like they're, they're not dead. Like my aunt recently just passed, and I'm like I'm gonna see her at Christmas. Like she's yeah. not dead. Like
0: yeah, it's it's hard. Like it's it's so I it just was horrible, and so I was like so upset crying all the time and I think that's when I realized that like I mean I had known that I had had depression Mm -hmm. but that's when I was like oh my god and then so like just my my grandma stayed with us and like just with my I was just with my family like with my mom and I had never seen her that upset before or vulnerable and Mm -hmm. I just like felt so bad for her because she's gone through so much so for that to happen something so horrible and traumatic it was so bad and like for his family it was horrible and I just instantly was like so like I shut myself down like I made myself numb because like you said I didn't want to feel like I didn't want to to feel like I was being dramatic for being so upset, but I don't think anybody really understood, like, how close I was with Mm -hmm. him and how, like, him and my mom were, like, talking about getting married. Like, we were talking about moving into a house. Like, there was just so much going on. Like, there were no plans, but we were all talking about it, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, me and my brother loved him, like, instantly loved him, and my mom just – I've never seen her that in love before, but I truly think that he was, like – sent here because of how good he was with everybody Mm -hmm. like he had a troubled past but he turned it around so much and he was easily one of the best people that I had ever met in my entire life and I'm so blessed that I knew him Mm -hmm. and that I was able to spend time with him and that he showed my mom that people like that are really out there yeah like people can be that Mm -hmm. good and um I still have dreams about him which I definitely feel like mm-hmm. it's Is him, him coming to and my mom actually just had a dream about him and you know like I told her I was like mom like that's good you know like that's him yeah. communicating with you and mm-hmm. you know like we still talk about it we still grieve about it mm-hmm. um especially my mom but she's literally i know i said this a million times and i always talk about my mom but i will always talk about her because she's the strongest person i know like she did not ever stop taking care of us while she was that upset like i can't imagine so for her to be as strong as she was during that entire time was just like it was like so amazing to watch because i was like she is the strongest person that i've ever seen in my entire life like she's holding it together for her kids when she is like really struggling and we just like I don't know I just I think it's hard for her because now like I feel like a lot of people if their significant other dies they apply how their significant other was to the people that they date Mm -hmm. and you know and no one and I honestly believe that they were soulmates and that I don't think anyone could ever be like that yeah and my mom like I don't think anyone could ever be as like Steve ever no Mm -hmm. one could ever compare with him but it was really hard we're still you know like I said we still talk about it um I'll always love him he'll always be in my life no matter what I actually drive and his mom um sweetest lady ever she got me like a necklace like she got us all necklaces with Like, his ashes in them. Yeah. But, like, I put it... I hang it up in my car. Every time I get a car, I hang it up. Because he taught me how to drive. So, it's like a... It's like a... You know what I mean? It's like he's always with Mm -hmm. me all the time. And, like, I honestly... I was thinking about this. Like, tell me if you think I'm crazy. But, like, I... That crash, like... We'll post a picture of it when this episode drops on the Instagram. But... Like, I'm so surprised that I didn't die or get hurt more. And in my head, I, like, think, like, that was, like, Mm -hmm. Steve watching over me. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. he was with me. He was in the car. Yeah. You know, like, he was watching over us, and he protected us. Mm -hmm. And that's just what helps me get through, and it just means a lot. You know, I still feel him with me. I still Mm -hmm. see signs of him. Like, sometimes random lights in my house will flicker while I'm literally thinking about him. Mm -hmm. Like... Or, like, angel sign, angel numbers and everything. Like, I see those. I've been seeing those so much since I crashed. And those have always reminded me of him. So, it's brought me a lot of peace. And, like, I just, I'm so lucky to still have him. Because I still have him. I always will. But, yeah. That was that story. Because I know a lot of people have heard, like, bits and pieces. But, yeah. That's a very vulnerable story. So, I'm probably you're never probably going to hear me talk about that ever again yeah but yeah i don't
1: know okay like not really going off of that but um like another example of like seeing signs of like mental health or whatever um when i was little my class had 20 21 up to 24 kids at a time it just really depended who came and go who came and went or whatever but um yeah so we only had like nine girls in my class so it was really like competitive like you know every class there's always like the girls that everyone thinks is better than the other ones and I was always kind of like in the middle um I was friends with everyone I was really good friends with like everyone in my class but I started to notice because I used to be really big into sports like that was my life but I ended up not playing sports anymore due to like mental health and stuff but I really noticed my own mental health once I started getting compared to these girls. It was always like, oh, well, you're not as good as, as them at like A, B, and C, but it's like I knew I was, and I knew that I was just as good as them, but everyone would keep putting me down and making me feel bad about myself, and that's why I started to become a like perfectionist like if something doesn't go exactly how i plan or i don't do something perfectly the first try i tend to get in my head and really put myself down and i think that also has to do with like the person i am today like if i do something it's not good enough i just won't do it at all like i won't even try again So, I really started, like, noticing my own mental health when I started getting compared to people, when I played sports with them, or, like, even in the daily, like, classroom. I would just be like, okay, well, if they don't think I'm good enough, then obviously I'm not good enough, because I'm trying just as hard as they are, or doing much more than they are, but nobody sees the work i'm doing nobody sees what i'm doing nobody notices me so why should i even keep trying so i'd always put myself behind other people and i still look at myself like that like i don't really look at myself like oh you're doing something great and people are noticing it i always look at myself as oh you're doing something but i don't really think anyone really sees how it's like affecting your life like this podcast i'm not like oh i'm doing a podcast like i'm so much better than everyone in my head i'm like oh my god like it could be 10 times better it's not as good as i want it to be like should i just give up like <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's like when i first really started noticing it but it still hadn't like kicked in until like the bullying started, but yeah, like, I've always just compared myself to people, because people have always compared me to other people, and I know that happens to a lot of people, so if you feel that way, just know it doesn't have anything to do with you, it's just, there's always gonna be people that people think are better than you, and it doesn't have anything to do with you, it just has to do with
0: their insecurities,
1: insecurities. um, like, if someone's saying that someone's better than you at a sport, but you, like, know... Not in, like, a cocky way, but you know that you are better, but they just keep putting you down, being like, oh, I don't want you on my kickball team because this person's better at sports than you, but you know in your heart, you're like, I work just as hard as them. I play just as hard as them. Or, like, even in your work life, it's just, like, they're just doing it because they have something that, oh my god, there's children crying outside, (laughs) but... (laughs) It's just because they, that person just doesn't see what you're doing because they probably just have an obsession with the other person or something, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why people act that way, I think everyone deserves to be treated equally, but...
0: Yeah, um, feeding off of that, like, I went to a school my fifth to sophomore year, and... I it was I was bullied but like in a weird way like I was friends with the people who were bullying me but it yes. was such a small no, school that's how
1: I was too I was friends with these people would go to camps with them everything yeah but I was always put like they would even put me behind them
0: yeah it too. was just kind of like yeah. a very backhanded thing and mm-hmm. I there were some people there that just um they'll probably listen to this and talk more shit about me but whatever well, who cares um i don't know how to explain it like every little thing i did i was criticized for mm-hmm. or i was talked about or i was judged for who i was dating what i was wearing like stuff like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like who my family was because i went to such a small school that if you didn't have the last name like yes. you were not mm-hmm. accepted and, like i had like, i my mom went to that school and their last name was big and like they're like my cousins and stuff Mm -hmm. had the last names and everything so but I had my dad's last name and my dad's not from Wisconsin so that's why it was like no one really accepted me and I did sports there but it was like such a small school so like you kind of like were bullied like in this school you were like you were the popular kids did band and choir like no because that's the same and then the second
1: i moved to our school that we yes actually became friends if you were in band and choir like you were a loser like yes. no, no offense to anyone's listening to you if you are and we are saying that you're we a loser. used to be in band and choir because people were like if you're not in band and choir and you take a study hall instead of those two like you're not cool like you, you better put your instrument to your mouth yeah. and start playing and like
0: I the school we met at, like no one cared, but like no one was in it, and definitely we are not saying that you were a loser if you were in it. No, we're just we're saying, saying like, that like it was so weird. different. Like, it's just weird how the way people it, were mm-hmm. viewed, and like it was honestly sad to me because I was like, you're putting people down for what they enjoy doing. Like, why yes. would you do something like that if someone wants to play an instrument or mm-hmm. someone has a good voice? Like, don't make fun of them yeah, for was, doing yeah. what they want to do. Like, mm-hmm. I personally didn't join choir i quit band okay so i was not in the popular i played trombone i played trombone and i was so short it's that like, <laughs> i was so short that i had to use my foot to hit yeah. the right to get the right note because i was so small and so i was like i literally can't do this like at all mm-hmm. i'm good and i did choir but like everybody did choir all my friends did it but i never really like I don't have a good voice, so I was just kind of like there. Just in it to be in it. Yeah, and like I really liked like the teacher and everything, so I like liked being in her class because it was just like I don't know, she was just cool, you know, and like we did fun stuff as well as like actual choir, yeah. and so and like I did do like singing lessons like on my own with her just because like I wanted to learn how to like, use my voice, but um, it was flash. It's not there, so it didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh.
1: That's why I can't. Live.
0: Don't live in a city. It never stops. But, um... Yeah, I just... Like... It was just insane, and... So, obviously, I wasn't in band, so I was already, like... And everyone who was in band was in choir, and I was just in choir. Yeah. So, I was already, like, not part of, like, the popular group. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the last name, and so... Mm -hmm. I was just bullied. Like, I would come home crying every single day because of something someone said about me, and, like, like I said, I'm just so sensitive, like so freaking sensitive so everything anyone said I was just pissed did not like it and I had been wanting to switch schools forever so then my mom like after Steve passed we like wanted to kind of get out of Richmond Center I guess but we had also wanted to before that so that's not like why but um we decided to move um like an hour away from where we lived at the time because my brother's dad was moving up there and like I didn't want to go to school at the place I went to school anymore so I was just gonna like I was actually gonna do online school I don't know if you knew that I wasn't gonna go to the actual high oh, school because I was, I was gonna so do online scared school
1: too but the online was just as bad like not even not being around those people like the yeah. teachers were even part of it like
0: yeah so I was like I actually got talked into it because my well my brother's dad talked to me like mom talked to me they were all just like you know, like give it a shot. If yeah, you don't like it, it, we'll switch. Like, well, you can you're switch. online,
1: half and half there too. Yeah, so.
0: and so I was like, okay, like I'll go there. And I went there, and everyone was so nice. Everyone was so was nice. Was nice. Yeah, was. <laughs> That's was a great time for another W-A-S. time. W a s was. Yes. yes. Was. yes. Not no more. Mm. But we'll probably never get into that story time because I, I don't, don't think know. we should even get into it because no, it's, it's just weird. too much. It'll just. The drama's ended. I don't want it. It's end. over. It's gone. It's We're better done than that. Just and hopefully everyone has matured and moved on because I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care. Honestly, I do. I'm just kidding. I'm over it. Like I'm going to don't now. <laughs> you are 18 years old. So basically I just I'm happy that I moved. Um it was just like a lot of like bullying like body why yeah. like the most the kids that you would think would be the losers at my old school were the ones who would bully you and i'm like okay like you are calling me like humongous and fat but you won't do anything with your life and i'm in sports like oh
1: my god going off of that i like Adrian said don't have a last name my mom's married to someone that has a last name like has one of the last names like my siblings have one of the last names like bow down to you bow down like <laughs> I'm not saying my stepdad's like that or my sister my sister and brother are like that but like they have the last name like people will kneel for them if they really have to like but I didn't I had my dad's last name I went to a school previous to that I didn't grow up there I didn't grow up with those people until I obviously moved there but yeah so I was like Adri said friends with the people that were doing most of the bullying but you know when you go to a school like that you don't really have much options to be friends with so you either deal with it or you are a loner and I was in band too um actually really like band but like she said if you weren't in band or choir what were you doing with your life if you weren't in sports what were you doing with your life um that's one of the, the nice things about my other schools. If you don't have to be in a sport, you don't have to be in band and choir. You don't have to do really anything, and people aren't gonna make fun of you for that. They, as long as you're a good person, and you're fun to be around. That's all they really cared about. But yeah, so I was friends with the people that were doing the bullying, and it wasn't like it wasn't like your typical bullying. It would just be like, where'd you get that shirt? and I'd be like oh like I don't know where'd you get your shirt and they'd be like well I don't remember and then they would like rip my shirt to show the tag and be like oh you got from Walmart or oh you got from Kohl's like it was some kind of insult I don't know it was just little things like that growing up or little things like you're not good at sports because you're this this and this like you don't have this last name so you're not good at sports like your older sister isn't in sports, so you're not good at sports, and that was really hard on me growing up because I just wanted to be my own person. But everyone connected me to my sister, which no hate to my sister, she didn't do anything wrong. Like, she wasn't a band, she wasn't in sports. That's one of the reasons why she was outcasted. Like, she just did her own thing, she was into makeup. All these girls at this school were not into makeup, like, made fun of you for wearing makeup. And I love makeup, if you know me, like i love makeup and yeah she was just would always do her own thing she had her own boyfriends like she was an independent person like she didn't care she didn't care if she wasn't in a sport she didn't care if she was included like whatever but people always held that against me and when i started like one of my first memories was i was like in fourth grade and somebody came up to me and was like you do coke I didn't even know what coke was, and I was like, what? And they're like, you do coke because your sister does coke. Disclaimer, my sister's never done coke, and I don't know why she'd be doing it because at this time, she was in middle school. But they were like, you do you do coke, like, you're gross, like, whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, you get your coke from your sister. And I was, like, in fourth grade, and these were, like, high schoolers. Like, because at my old school, the high school was connected to the middle school, and the elementary so we were all intertwined so that's like my first memory of someone like attaching me to my sister and then once I got into middle school I got really bad like really bad like I was still close with people like I still had friends but it would be like I can't talk to you because your sister is a whore your sister is a hoe like your sister's a fucking slut like you're a slut And I'm like, I've never even held a guy's hand. Like, I've never had a boyfriend. And they'd be like, no, you're, like, a slut. Like, I can't talk to you. Like, I can't be friends with you because you're a whore like your sister. Meanwhile, my sister was not even a whore. Like, she had her boyfriends and kept them. Like, she was doing her own thing. And a lot of people have boyfriends, girlfriends all throughout high school. But nobody ever said anything to them. But that's my sister ended up leaving that school and going to the school that me and adri eventually went to because of her bullying was so bad too but i just remember always being attached to my sister and i would defend her till the day i die and it wasn't anything she was doing but that's when the bullying really started and that's when i really started getting down on myself like i think it took it took me years to even date a guy or even talk to a guy because I was so scared that if I started dating someone that everyone was gonna think I'm was what they were saying about my sister and what they were saying about me like I was petrified like I I couldn't even imagine calling somebody that when I'm older than them it was like high schoolers I would say to me and I was like in sixth grade all throughout middle school it was high schoolers saying these things to me the grade above me saying these things to me it was terrible and that's just all I remember was just being called these things but nobody else in my class was being told these things so I honestly honestly thought I had a problem and I honestly thought that like wow people must really not like me for who I am if this is what they think I am like they won't even get to know me and these pe- some of these people didn't know me and knew how i was but they still said these things to me it's like you couldn't get away from it and in high school it almost it only got worse like i'd be in class and someone would yell in front of the teacher oh who'd you sleep with this weekend who'd you get with this weekend i heard this about you i heard this about your sister like in front of teachers and the teachers wouldn't even step in and be like excuse me like why would you say that and I'm telling small classes like at this time I don't even think I have like 20 kids in my class like in my whole grade like not in the classroom like the whole grade and it'd be every single day I would get told I'm ugly and to take the makeup off my face um people certain girls would be like if you're partners with her in class if you you hang out with her um we won't talk to either i had people stop talking to me i eventually sat alone at lunch um did my own group projects by myself really had no friends except for my friends outside of school and it was honestly terrible especially during covid because you're already so alone it was just 10 times worse because now that we were going to school actually being around people from being online it was like wow even from being online i don't have anyone and now that i go to school i don't have anyone like i don't even have anyone to sit by at lunch like i would just sit by myself at lunch like there'd be people we had to have assigned seating for covid those people wouldn't even sit in their assigned seats to sit by me and i honestly just thought i was doing something wrong and um I eventually ended up like tearing my ACL and stuff like that so I couldn't play sports and that only drove people to lean away from me too because they honestly like I believe they thought I was like faking it longer than I was supposed to be out of sports and stuff so yeah I'll get into that after Adri talks for a bit because I don't want to keep rambling
0: <laughs> so like I don't really know how to start this But, like, when I moved to Mineral Point, I was, like, accepted by, like, a bunch of people and whatever. And then, like, I started dating someone that was there. And, obviously, like, I was a new girl. And I was dating someone from Point, you know, that I had just met. We were going out. I'm with him now but that caused so much drama and it just honestly like disappointed me that people we were this we were juniors at this time and so this was a couple years ago but like it just astonished me like that people would be so rude because of who you're dating like a lot of people were like upset because like I was dating someone that they had talked to or someone that they liked but like me and my boyfriend were both single and we liked each other like obviously we were gonna date and like i wasn't gonna get into this but like i feel like it's like important because like i'm not gonna hide how i feel about it you know because i don't want to hurt anyone else's feelings like and i'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings i'm just saying like my side of the story And I don't want to, like, cause drama or controversy. I'm literally just saying, like, how it felt for me being in that position. And it just really honestly sucked because, like, some of these people I felt, like, were my friends. And then they just, like, they were so nice to me. And then as soon as I started dating my boyfriend, they were all, like, really rude to me, like, didn't talk to me. And it literally caused a divide with our entire grade. Like, our grade was so close. And then me and my boyfriend started dating Everyone was, like, rude, and, like, literally the only person that I had was, like, Maya and Isabel, like, from my school, really. Like, I mean, I was friends with other people, but not, like, super close with other people. So, like, that sucked, and then, like, that was junior year, and we took a little break during, like, last summer, but it was, like, a week break. So, like, when we came back to school senior year, we were, like, both hoping that, like, the drama would go away. Because like Maya like didn't do anything wrong, but she was literally just like these girls hated me so much that they were like rude to Maya for being friends with me. And they me. would
1: like make me like take both sides and then they'd be like Like I wouldn't say anything about either person. Like well mm-hmm. to Adrian was a little different because they we were, were actually,
0: so like, close.
1: They were actually
0: like harassing yes.
1: me. Like so posting. I would like say more stuff to them but then they would say something to me and I'd be like, Oh like Yeah, like maybe she shouldn't have done that, but like whatever. And they would like twist my words and be like, she said this about you. And then Adri would be like, what Mm. the hell is going on? And they would like make. It was just a bunch of. It was so bad. I I would say stuff, but I just don't even want to get into it because like, there were like (laughs) times where
0: like. Like, no. Maya would get ridiculed for talking to me. And I'm like, she's my best friend. Like, mm-hmm. she's mature. She's fucking mature. She's not just going to stop being friends with me because you guys are mad that I'm dating someone that you liked two fucking years ago. Like, that's what I was mad about. And like I said, I didn't want to get into this. And I'm not trying to start stuff. But, like. But it's part of mental health. Like Yeah, and you have to understand where the other person is coming from. And, like, this is just my side. Like, I'm sure. And I know I did stuff to, like, upset other people, like, in this situation, and I do apologize for that. I'm sorry, and I really want to move on with everybody. I'm just saying how I felt during that time, and I don't feel like this anymore. And, I yeah. grew up, you know, we're adults now. We're over it, but just, like, being so bullied and made fun of because of who I was dating was, like, probably one of the hardest things that had ever happened to me well, because yeah. I was so in love with him well and so it went from being really welcoming
1: when to they me move, yeah and then the second that happened it was like a switch flipped and it was like why is everyone acting so weird like, yeah
0: exactly and like one of the girls like we would post about each other on Bisco or whatever and was like, like now I think we're like good like we don't like argue yeah like, we like it's good other. like mm-hmm. yeah like when we see each other like we, we aren't like glaring at each other anymore like, like we're both moved on but yeah. like like, I regret ever, like, posting, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, because it was just such a childish thing to do, Mm -hmm. and, like, it sucked, and then, like, other people would make up rumors about him cheating on me, and it was, like, he was with me when you're accusing him of Mm -hmm. this, like, we were literally together at the exact time you're accusing him of this, so going through that, like, trust, wanting to trust my boyfriend, but then having doubts in my head, like, what if what they're telling me is true, and I just look like a complete dumbass right now, like, yeah, and none of it was, but mm. it still is just, like, hard, and, you know, like, you, the school we went to was fairly small school, but having to go to, like, a the extra counselor small, yeah. and be like, I can't be in this class because of this, mm. it was horrible, especially because I had just moved away from a school that was like that, And I was, like, why is this happening to me again? Like, my entire high school career was just shit. And I felt so bad because, like, Maya stood next to me the entire time. You know, like, she stood up for me. Like, I remember homecoming. She stood up for me. (laughs) But, like. That's when everything went tumbling down. Yeah. And so, it was just small stuff, like. Like, and then, like, they were calling me crazy. Because I was, like, I am not. Because they would, like, message my boyfriend and say, like break up with her, she's crazy, stuff like that, and it's, like, don't, then don't text him that. that's all you're gonna say, like, yeah. and then I started getting pissed, because I'm, like, why are I, like, don't text him that stuff, like, if you're gonna text him, don't say shit like that, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, at the same time, like, I, I've never, like, really been one to care about, like, who my significant other has not Snapchat, but, like, oh my gosh, it's pouring, it literally just, I just watched that. <laughs> but, like, I was getting, like, a really, like, annoyed because it was, like, people just, like, making up stuff, shit-talking me to my boyfriend. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So then I literally, like, went from having, like, all these friends to Maya and Isabel. And that really sucked. So, like, so bad. So bad. I just felt like I was, like, a horrible person. But I did not want to, like, lose my boyfriend because of high school drama. Mm-hmm. So I spent my most of my junior and all of my senior year just like worried about what people were saying about me what people were thinking about me constantly looking at people's like social medias to see what people were saying about me or if people were posting about me and it was like miserable because it went on for so long like it was just like backhanded stuff you know like taking pictures of me that I didn't know were being taken and sending them to people and like making fun of me making rumors up about me it was really horrible and like I said, like I do apologize for my part and that I played in that because obviously when Mm -hmm. you're a teenager you don't know when to stop. You just wanna always get the upper hand. You always wanna wanna one up the other person. Mm -hmm. And like I do apologize for what I had said or done. Like I can't even honestly remember everything I said or done because I just was so pissed off. And like now me and my boyfriend live together, we're happy, you know, we have a really good life together, Mm -hmm. and, like, it just, like, this is me just kind of telling you, like, if you're dating someone, and people are, like, making fun of you for dating them, or trying to ruin your relationship, don't let them, don't do it, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you, hopefully you and these people, like, the people that were bullying you, you'll all mature, and realize, that this is just some stupid petty shit, Mm -hmm. and it's high school stuff, but when people tell you that, after you graduate, everything changes, it does, because you're not worried about what this person's saying about me, or what this rumor is about me, because there's no rumors about you, and if there is, oh, well, because you don't see these people anymore, so it's obviously all just bullshit, so, like, honestly, I'm so glad that, like, me and my boyfriend worked through the whole thing together, worked, worked it all out together, and Mm -hmm. stayed together, and it was hard, it was so fucking hard, because it was, like, well, did you do this? No, but I heard you did this. And then it was like, we had to stop each other and be like, we trust each other. We love each other. We are in this for the long run. And, you know, like we had both made mistakes in our relationship. And we were just like, we want this to work. You know, like we don't care what other people say. Mm -hmm. You know, like there were rumors that he cheated with me. That was not true. There were rumors that I cheated with him. That was not true. None of that was true. We were both single people who liked each other, who wanted to be together, you know, it just was kind of Mm -hmm. really bad timing, I guess, but, like, we are so happy, and, like, when I tell you, like, three years ago, if you told me that I would be living in an amazing house with my boyfriend, who is the hardest working person I've ever met in my life, I would have probably laughed at you, because, like, this also goes into like leaving the person who's treating you like shit because there's always there's some there's someone out there that's meant for you that wouldn't even think about doing the things that yeah this person like my ex was horrible to me but my boyfriend wouldn't even think about doing half the shit that he ever did to me because he's just such an amazing person and he's such a hard worker he works for every single thing that he he wants and he gets everything he wants because he works so hard for it and I. I'm just so lucky like I feel like I met the most amazing person Mm -hmm. and it's because I stuck through all of the bullying and I dealt with it because I knew that I wasn't gonna let anyone else depict my future ever again Mm -hmm. and it just really helped me because I was so happy that I finally did something for myself instead of stop doing something because of what people were saying because I cared I just stopped caring about what people thought and honestly you need to do that too like don't don't let other people tell you what to do. Don't let other people influence what you do because you may not meet that perfect guy. You may not meet your soulmate. You may not go to college for the sports that you want to do. Like, you have to get through it. you have to get through it, and you have to do what you want to do. Even if you get absolutely bullied for it, you have to do what you want to do because in the end, you are the only person who matters. Like, your happiness should be put above everybody else's. So if the bully across the street doesn't think you're good at volleyball, well, guess what? You're probably better than them, and that's why they're saying that about you. Yes. Or, like, if you're dating the guy that all the girls want, you're going to get bullied because all the girls want him. But it has nothing to do with you. It just has everything to do with how jealous they are of you, and that's really all I have to say. And, like, like I said, this is not, like, shit-talking or anything. This is just me telling how I felt about the whole situation, like, how it affects everybody in the situation honestly and mm-hmm. it's just like such an important thing to talk about because you know sometimes people who get bullied in high school it sticks with them
1: through oh, their yeah. entire
0: life like i still think about things that people said or posted or rumors that were made up about me but then i remind myself that i'm working on the life that i've always dreamed of and i'm not gonna let people or things that happen like affect that anymore like ever again like i'm just gonna live for me and my Mm -hmm. my boyfriend and do everything to make sure we have a really good life and yeah yeah but
1: yeah um kind of going off of that i my freshman year um i tore my acl which i'll get into that like a different day probably like another episode but I tore my ACL, so that was already really, really hard on me. But I essentially had people that were making it worse for me. Um, saying my injury wasn't as bad as other people's injuries. How I should have recovered faster. Um, even an instance where people would take my crutches away from me. Um, trip me down the hallway while I was on these crutches. And I was already going through a hard enough time that I just knew I had to leave but I just didn't know how because I was already so in deep with the school like it's hard when you go from a smaller school to a bigger school when you're so into sports because if you move to a bigger school it's obviously going to be harder to get into sports and I was already having a sports injury so I was like okay it's gonna be 10 times harder for me to get back into sports especially going to a bigger school but I really knew I had a problem because I've always just dismissed it like I've always had like especially how I talked about the bullying in middle school I always knew I had some form of like mental health that I needed fixed but I just denied it because I was like oh well I don't really have thoughts of like doing something to myself I don't have those thoughts um I'm not so depressed that I can't get out of bed that Like, people have it worse than me, so obviously I must not have that if I'm not doing these things. Which, mental health comes in different forms. You can be depressed without being stuck in bed all day. There's people that are depressed that hide it very, very well and seem like the happiest person in the world when they're not. And I just didn't realize that at that age. But when I was around almost 16, I went through a really hard separation from somebody that I thought was going to be in my life for longer than they were and that's when I really realized that realized that I needed help because I would have so much anxiety that I couldn't even eat and I developed like an eating disorder because of this and I was so sad that all I would do was snap at people because I didn't want to sit here and cry in front of them so I would just snap I would snap me and my mom would do a really rough patch around this time because I would just snap at her for everything because I didn't know how to take my sadness out I didn't want to sit around and cry so all I really had to do was snap at people and I like parted from some of my friends because of that because all I was was just angry and eventually I got on the medicine I needed but it was really hard to admit that I needed help and that I needed to get away from the situation I was in so I did decide to ultimately move to another school because I knew that that's the only thing that was going to make me get out of the situation I was which I am so blessed I think moving was the best decision of my life I know there was drama I know that I ended up ending my sports career um moving there just for other reasons but i'm just so glad that i got out of that situation and people don't have the luxury of let their parents letting them move or being able to move um and i'm just glad that i was able to actually move and get out because i know a lot of people don't get that opportunity so i'm just saying that depression anxiety all that um, eating disorders, really anything, um, suicidal thoughts, they all come in different forms. You don't have to be the stereotypical, just so depressed, can't get out of bed, to deem yourself as depressed. You could be the happiest kid when you're around your friends, family, but once you're behind closed doors, if you're sad, you have to realize that, hey, I have a problem just because I'm not stereotypical sad or same with anxiety. Like you don't have to be shaking all the time, like freaking out all the time. Like you don't have to be like harming yourself to know that you have these thoughts, just stuff like that. Like it's not stereotypical if you think that you need help don't compare to other people's situations because i definitely compared myself to other people's situations and i just kept denying that i had a problem because i was like well i'm not like this person so i must not have it so just know that if you notice that you have a change in your self-esteem self-esteem like um everything like that and you are sad just reach out get help even if it's not what you think it's supposed to look like just do it for yourself because I'm glad that I did because I would not be where I am today if I did not realize that hey I do have a problem so
0: I definitely agree and um we really appreciate you guys watching this Mm -hmm. episode I know it was a longer one but I feel like it's very important to be able to talk about this stuff and know Mm -hmm. you guys are not alone and as I've said before, this is such a safe—we, me, and Maya are safe people. If you yeah. ever need someone to talk to, please—you can literally even add us on Snapchat. Yeah, like message us or like DM, DM, DM the podcast mm-hmm. or us individually, whatever you want, and mm-hmm. we will always help you. We'll always be there for you. We will help you talk about your problems. We'll give you advice if we've been through it, and if you just need someone to talk to, we'll mm-hmm. we'll listen to you and um like, if you guys also have stories that you want to tell us about mental health and about the situations you've been in that you want us to put out there, but we won't say names or anything, obviously, we'll we'll respect Mm -hmm. your guys' privacy. Even if you want to tell us your name, we won't say it. Um, But we can always do that, too, and then tell you how we've related to that, because this was just kind of, like, random things that have happened to us that have had big impacts on us. Mm -hmm. So you know like if there's stuff that we didn't cover that you guys want us to talk about 100% please message us whatever you want use the link it's in our highlights on our instagram and please use it because i
1: don't feel silly for filling it out like we we don't know who you are Send yeah it doesn't tell us us but send us your situation how you're feeling um you can even send us like happier stories that you want us to like react to like if you Happy did something stories, crazy crazy stories. and you just want us to read it and then react to it that would be amazing because that's one of the things we're like waiting for from people we've gotten questions but we're waiting for like people's actual personal stories and even if you think it's a dumb story still send it because either way we'll react to it because everyone's story deserves to like even if you think be your story to. is
0: dumb there's no story that's dumb no
1: and same with like your situation if you think your situation's dumb because it's about a guy or even about like anything we'll we'll still read it we'll still give advice like you're not dumb so it's in our highlights it's just a google form it's completely anonymous i'm not i can't say that word and we don't know who you are and yeah so and sorry if this episode was a little like down in the dumps but It was important. And we'll do more episodes like this. Like, it was kind of hard because this is our first episode, so we didn't really want to, like, get too into things. But if you guys really do want us to, like, deep dive, like, also just tell us on that form. Like, Mm -hmm. just fill it out and be like, can you guys dive deeper into this? Like, if you guys want to hear more about, like, the first story I told, just put it in
0: that form. Be like, can you deep dive into this a little bit more? Like Yeah, and if you guys ever feel like harming yourselves Mm -hmm. please don't call 988 that's the suicide hotline number Mm, or you can message one of us or
1: reach out to your parents especially because a lot of people's parents you might not think that your parents struggle with it but a lot of people are silent like a lot of people's parents are silently dealing with depression and they just don't tell their kids about it because why would you want your kid to know that you have whatever so yeah talk to your parents about it they've probably been through the same
0: situation Mm -hmm. and we're always here so yep thank you again for listening to this Mm -hmm. long episode but like we said it was important to us to talk Mm -hmm. about it with you guys we want to be very transparent with everyone so all right thank you guys so much